Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Today, I want to talk about something that may be considered controversial, money blocks, or any kind of blocks that appear to be getting in your way. Quite simply, I don't like or believe in using the word block when it comes to our relationship with money. Money blocks is a term that is relatively new, and I believe it just overcomplicates what it is actually meant to be describing, or indeed resolving. We all know that creating a negative image in your head is not going to help you resolve that problem. In fact, the opposite is true. It is likely to make the problem more difficult to navigate. When it comes to our relationship with money, we do not become blocked. We just stop or maybe never even start taking the action that we need in order to grow our money or our business. And the reason why we do this is for one or several reasons, such as fear, discomfort, procrastination, comparatonitis, resistance, being too attached to the outcome, concern about what others might think about you, scared of being disliked or being unpopular, not asking for help or support, etc., etc. You don't take the action needed to move yourself forward. You're not blocked or you stop doing the very thing that previously supported you, and in doing so, certain negative behaviours float to the surface. Using the word block, I believe, simply legitimises the behaviour of not doing something, of not taking a particular action or set of actions, no matter how uncomfortable. If you say to yourself, I have a money block, What are you actually saying to yourself? You are actually legitimizing why you are not or can't do something because there is a block. What block is there? There is no physical, actual block. It is just something that you are telling yourself. The excuse you have created to avoid doing the thing that you don't want to do. I've spoken before about the importance of realizing what limiting beliefs you have about your relationship with money and how this has created limiting decisions. It is the limiting decisions that you have consciously 
or subconsciously taken that is causing you to not take action, not any block. Because our relationship with money is completely intertwined with our relationship with ourselves, it is this that is preventing us from having a successful relationship with money, not any blocks. It is your sense of self-belief, self-worth, self-confidence, and self-esteem. These are the things that are causing you to feel less than in your relationship with money. What are the things you need to do to have a successful business? And by successful, I mean making the money you need to support the lifestyle you want to have. This will mean different things to different people. But I want to be really, really clear here. When we are running a business and not a charity, making money is the fair exchange for the results we bring for our clients. So if you are truly believing in the results you bring for your clients, then don't shy away from the fact that the return to you is running a business that brings you a financial return. How much of a personal return you want to see, that is down to you. But be honest with yourself. Is limited self-belief preventing you from having a financial return that you are really, truly happy with? Are you settling or simply making excuses if that return is not what it could be? If you were to create unshakable self-confidence and self-belief. When you don't have a really strongly rooted self-confidence, then the knock-on effect in your business will be significant. Very often, those things preventing you from being able to fully grow your business are simply, or not necessarily even so simply, the symptom of your relationship with yourself. Your limiting beliefs coming to the surface resulting in limited decisions that impact your ability to make more money in your business. For listeners who physically felt themselves bristle when I said, make money in your business, perhaps thinking to themselves, it's not just about the money. Well, actually, it is. You cannot make the impact you want to make, create transformations for your clients Be the go-to person in your marketplace consistently without making money. When you make money, enough money to comfortably support the lifestyle you want to have consistently, then you have choices, you create options, and you truly build a business that has longevity and is not just a momentary feel-good factor someone else. Ask yourself, do you want to have choices or do you want to resist moving to a state of discomfort to really get what you want? A relationship with yourself where you believe in what is really, really possible for yourself, where you can take intentional and consistent action despite knowing that initially it will make you feel uncomfortable. 
When we don't have the right relationship with ourselves, when we lack confidence and self-belief, several things may be going on. You may not be consistently visible in your business. This could be for a variety of reasons. Concern about what others might say, being unfavorably compared to someone else, not knowing what to say, worrying about what you look like, etc., etc. You possibly are not good at putting strong boundaries in place. Clients may cancel appointments at short notice or just not show up for an appointment at all. They may be late payers or contact you out of office hours and still expect an immediate reply. Or perhaps you actively shy away from conversations about pricing and money and promoting your services because it makes you feel uncomfortable or just plain sick. You may be offering discounts unnecessarily out of concern that you appear greedy or just plain desperate to close the sale. You may be playing small as you do not believe yourself worthy of being a bigger fish in your market pond, or perhaps you people please, no matter what the cost to you personally. All of the above are not blocks. They are limiting beliefs that result in limiting decisions, which simply limit our potential and that of our business. But when we take the necessary action to overcome those beliefs, to demonstrate to others and our subconscious that no matter how uncomfortable we are going to do those things we don't feel confident to do, because we know this is where the results lie. Taking action is always the key to moving forward. Thinking we have a block could actually be creating a mental block that was not actually there in the first place. Imagining an immovable object that is simply impossible to navigate around. However, when you change your thinking and instead view what is holding you back as something you need to simply take action to change how you think about something, then taking the first move becomes a lot easier. A money block is not a block. It is a limiting decision that you have taken as a result of a limiting belief you have about yourself. All the things you can't do or have because you are not worthy, not capable, not young enough, not old enough, not clever enough, not experienced enough. Not, not, not. What if you changed that internal dialogue? What if you simply recognized you did actually want more for yourself, that you were fed up of thinking the thoughts you thought about yourself and your business and what you thought you were capable of? What have you decided to take that risk and follow that intuition and try, and not just try, actually do, to do those things you were afraid of doing? because you were worried about the outcome. Because let's be really honest here, you only feel less than when you start leaning into the limiting beliefs and enact 
on the limiting decisions when you actually want the very opposite results. Consider this. If you never had ambitions to be a concert pianist or to be a top opera singer, do you feel held back with self-doubt and negative thoughts when you listen to a top pianist or opera singer perform? No, you don't. You can just enjoy the performance for what it is. If you never wanted to be a circus performer and go to watch an amazing trapeze artist, do you come away from the show really reparating your lack of flexibility and circus skills? Very unlikely. If you go to a gallery and see an exhibition of some outstanding paintings, do you leave feeling really useless because you can't draw a matchstick man? No. You appreciate the skills of the artist. It's only when you really know you want what someone else has and ultimately you are capable of having. If only you would stop getting in your own way. It's only then that the ugly demon of comparatonitis kicks in and that you fall into the negative spiral of self-doubt and lack mentality. This is not a block. It is you not taking action. It is you not going to a place of true, sometimes excruciating discomfort to examine why am I giving myself the excuse of having a block or legitimizing not taking action. When if you examine why someone else has what you actually want, the only difference is they believe they could, or perhaps they weren't sure they could, but they damn well knew that the only way to find out was to take action, to go live consistently, to challenge the client who constantly paid late, to pick up the phone, to talk to the prospective client who had gone quiet, to say no to the person asking for a discount, to talk about the new product or service you are bringing out, to plan the big launch, to set those big, bold financial targets and the plan behind how you will achieve them. When you can feel yourself getting stuck, wanting to move yourself forward, but not feeling able to, try and understand why that is. Has something changed in your environment? For example, I know if I don't exercise regularly, then I start to feel less than. I don't sleep as well. My body feels deprived of the endorphins that you get from exercise, and I end up in a real funk. And the funk ends up with me not taking the consistent action that keeps me motivated, and things start going wrong, and the downward spiral begins. We only feel down when we really want something, when the results we are hoping for don't happen. But when we are really honest with ourselves, this is usually because we stopped doing something or refused to do the thing we really needed to do because our limiting belief then resulted in a limiting decision. And all it really takes is for us to take action, to start influencing the outcome in our favour. So I would encourage you, 
If you are saying to yourself that you have a money block, stop saying it. Instead, take action. Work out what action will move you forward. Identify why you have not taken that action till now. Then commit to doing it anyway. And feel free to correct me if I am wrong. Taking that action will feel far less scary than you have built it up to be. That is it for today's episode. If you have any thoughts or comments you would like to share, please do reach out to me. I absolutely love hearing from you. If you would like to access any of my free resources, then please visit the resource pages on my website, The Money Confidence Academy. Until next week, take care. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly money mindset audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make, spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free Money Confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.